slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we talk all things New York Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tonight to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. And it'll be 8.30 p.m. tonight on the Locker Room app. I'll be having a discussion, so please do stop by and join me. And we'll talk anything that's on your mind regarding our New York Islanders. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. As I mentioned on yesterday's show, we'll talk a little bit about Matthew Barzal's slump. Uh, He's been struggling nine games now without a goal, but I'll explain why I'm really not worried all that much about Barzi and thinking that he'll be absolutely fine. But the Islanders do need him to come out of that slump. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll take a look at what's happening down on the farm and uh, also take a look at the Islanders' top defensive pairing and what they've meant to this team so far this year. Those guys uh, do a lot, don't get a lot of credit, especially from the national media. If there's something Islanders-related on your mind, you've got a question, you've got a comment, a topic maybe you'd like us to discuss Feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And uh, if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and I do also tweet during all, almost all Islanders games and I'll give you instant analysis and updates uh, as to what's happening during the game as well. So uh, please do follow on Twitter and check that out. We're going to start with the Matthew Barzal situation. And again, Barzi, as of right now, is struggling. And in those last nine games, no goals, three assists, and... That is not your typical Matthew Barzal situation. The last goal Barzi scored was the highlight real goal against the Buffalo Sabres where he went between the legs. And, you know, that was uh, uh, probably the goal of the year, certainly for the Islanders, maybe even for the entire NHL. And look, there's a number of factors involved with Matthew Barzal. Uh, Number one, he is still taking too many penalties. But the second thing is, obviously, the loss of Anders Lee has affected Barzi a little bit. And, you know, Lee added a physical component to that line with Eberly and Barzi, and also a front of the, of the goal presence, and obviously that has been missing in 
you know, recent games. And, you know, they've tried Kiefer Bellows in that line. He had some offensive success, but Trotz hesitant to use him because of his play without the puck. They've tried Leo Komarov, and Uncle Leo gave him a little juice. The first game looked almost invisible in the second game. Now, the question becomes, where do you go from here? People want Oliver Wallstrom moved up. I don't think he's quite ready for that role full-time, but maybe we will see that eventually. But I'm not worried about Barzal yet, because, look, most good goal scorers go through hot streaks and slumps. And no doubt, right now, Matthew Barzal is struggling a little bit. And I think a few things have to happen. One, Barry Trotz has to find the right fit to be the third player on that line with Eberly and Barzi. And then they may need a couple of games to get their chemistry down. Do you move Anthony Bevilier up? Do you move Brock Nelson up, possibly? Uh, Oliver Wallstrom was somebody else who was mentioned. But whoever you decide to move up, uh, it's going to take time. And then, of course, you know, the trade deadline is now less than three weeks away. Do you use, you know, you figure the Islanders are going to bring in a top six forward now. And now that Lee is on the long-term injured list, they have a little cap space flexibility that they can afford to do that. So the question becomes, you know, is a player not yet on this roster going to be the one who actually, you know, becomes the third piece of that line going forward, and then you need time to adjust for that player to learn the system, to get comfortable next to Eberly and Barzi. But look, here's the thing about Matt Barzal. His speed is always there. His ability to create with the puck and stick handle and hold on to the puck is there. Uh, I think, to an extent, he's trying to do a little too much since the Lee injury. And we've seen him hold on to the puck a little too long, uh, create turnovers that way, and scoring opportunities for the opposition. He's pressing. And this is what Barry Trotz really has to do. He's got to go up to Matthew Barzal and say, just play your game. You don't have to do anything more than what you were doing before. Let your line mates do their job. You do yours. Don't put undue extra pressure on yourself and we'll get through this. So I think that that is one of the reasons that Barzal has been struggling lately and it's up to the coaching staff and Barry Trotz in particular to calm him down, to refocus him, and to just get him to play his game. He doesn't have to pick up the slack for the goal scoring that Anders Lee uh, used to provide when he was healthy and in the lineup. That is going to come the goal scoring if Barzi just plays his game and sticks to his role and figures out what he has to do to be successful. So hopefully Matthew Barzal is able to do that and do that soon. But uh, right now that nine-game goalless streak starting to, you know, that number is starting to get up there when you only have a 56-game season. 
and you've gone nine games without a goal, that's, uh, you know, that's not so good. Time for Barzi to get off the schneid, and hopefully he will very soon. We've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We've got our farm reporter, Islanders' birthday of the day, and an in-depth look at the Islanders' top defense pairing and what they mean to this team. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, I wanted to talk to you about the Locker Room app. It is a sponsor of today's show, and it's a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use, and you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. So, look, we had our first Locker Room uh, meeting for the Locked On Islanders podcast last Wednesday. It was great to talk to a number of uh, different fans and listeners of the show, and it's always great, you know, during, especially during this time when it's tough to get together in person, great to talk to some fans and some listeners, and, you know, join us. It's every Wednesday at 8.30 that I'll be holding the Islander, Locked On Islanders locker room meeting, and uh, please do join us, and come on in. You could stay for a few minutes. You could stay for the whole time. All you got to do is download the Locker Room app. It's free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and join the Locked On Islanders group. You can follow me uh, to be notified when my room goes live. Again, we're going live every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So come and join us with your spiciest takes. That's the Locker Room app. Download it today in the Apple App Store. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. But now, it is the time to find which Built Bar is the best. Yes, it is Built Bar Madness. And today, we have a great matchup, cookies and cream against coconut almond. For me... This is a no-brainer. Cookies and Cream is my favorite Built Bar flavor, and I'm not the biggest coconut fan, but if you are, you got to check it out. Go to BuiltBar.com, or on Twitter, you can go to Built underscore Bar and place your vote today. Remember, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar ever. Islander fans, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Time right now for our farm report. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening down in Bridgeport. Sound Tigers struggling again early on this season. They are 3-7-0-0 so far, but they did get a win in their last outing, and that was an overtime win over the Hartford Wolfpack at the Webster Bank Arena. Otto Koivula. He got his first goal of the season in overtime, putting home the rebound of Mitch Van de Sample's backhand centering pass, and that was the end of the three-game losing streak that the Sound Tigers have been struggling through. And look, you had draft picks like Simon Holmstrom, Cole Koski, 
and Samuel Balduck also scoring, and Ken Appleby making 20 saves in his first game with the Sound Tigers. So uh, congratulations to him on the W, and it is uh, definitely a big win for the Sound Tigers who kind of, you know, need to start bouncing back and getting things going. Look, they're playing Hartford or Providence in every game this year, and they need to start picking up the pace. Providence has been giving them all kinds of problems. Their next game for the Wolfpack coming up on uh, Saturday, uh, it's March 27th at the Hartford Wolfpack, and it's a 1 o'clock in the afternoon start. So if you want to take a look at... uh, your heart, uh, excuse me, your Bridgeport Sound Tigers as they take on the Hartford Wolfpack. Definitely check that game out, and you can listen to it. And look, the the bottom line is, you go to see the Sound Tigers, you're going to see uh, some of the future New York Islanders prospects playing right now. And it's interesting, you know, you get through the first 10 games of the season, and who's leading the team in scoring but Samuel Bolduck, the defenseman, Three goals, seven points. And then, look, you've got some other very familiar names on this list of scorers. Dmitro Timoshov, who we've seen play a few games with the Islanders, uh, second on the team with six points. Cole Bardro has three goals in his first 10 games, as does Simon Holmstrom. Uh, Tom Cunackle is down there. He has a goal and three points in 10 games, and Tanner Fritz has four points in nine games early. So, you know, a lot of familiar names out there, Uh, Otto Koivula, Bodie Wild, uh, all getting some valuable playing time down in Bridgeport, and that is certainly what we want to see. Jakob Skarik, who is, uh, he's played six games in goal right now, for the uh, Sound Tigers, and he has spent time on the Islanders taxi squad as well. France, uh, Francis Marat has played a couple of games in goal for Bridgeport, and overall, you know, the team is struggling, but it is early on in the season, and hopefully, hopefully, the Sound Tigers can get things started again. You know, Skarik in his six games, a 3.05 goals against average and a 9.01 save percentage. And, you know, he's still technically a rookie. His one loss record, he's struggling at one in five. But Bridgeport really does need to uh, start to tighten up defensively. That has been the number one issue facing the Sound Tigers so far this year. And hopefully they can start to turn things around. It is a strange year. Last year, the AHL didn't even finish their season. Hopefully this year uh, they can get through this modified schedule and by next season have normal circumstances with fans back in the stands and with a normal schedule with all the travel and everything else that we are accustomed to. So it's a tough situation. If you are an AHL player after not playing last year and having this very different and modified schedule this year. But you know what? I'm just glad that we're actually getting AHL hockey and we can see these prospects go at it. 
So uh, definitely check it out on AHL TV and and uh, you can listen or watch some of those games and, and uh, just, you know, good to see some of these Islanders prospects getting real experience and developing as hockey players. When we come back, we'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and we will take a look at the Ryan, uh, the Pulak and Pelic di- duo, the Islanders' top defense pair, underrated, really, if you think about it, for all they do for this franchise. We'll take a look at that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and of course, we are in the middle of March Madness for both the NCAA men's and women's basketball. Bet Online even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, if you play fantasy hockey like I do, you can get the upper hand in your league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very happy 38th birthday to former Islanders winger P.A. Parento. The Hull Quebec native was drafted by the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Yes, they were the Mighty Ducks still back in 2001 when they selected Parento in the ninth round. And he made his NHL debut briefly with the Blackhawks, then played part of one season with the Rangers before the Islanders picked him up in 2010-2011. He spent two years with the Islanders scoring 38 goals over those two seasons and 120 points and fit in very well on a, on that first line with Matt Molson and John Tavares. Much more of a playmaker than a goal scorer, but, uh, you know, had 20 goals for the Islanders in 2010-2011, ended up later playing for the Avalanche, Canadiens, Maple Leafs, Devils, and Predators before a brief stint in the KHL closed out his career. We're going to look back at one of P.A. Parenteau's better games with the Islanders, December 31st, 2010, a New Year's Eve game at the old Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Islanders and Red Wings going at it. Dwayne Rolison in between the pipes for the Islanders going up against Jimmy Howard of Detroit. It was the Red Wings drawing first blood midway through the second period on a goal by Johan Franzen, but the Islanders answering back with Todd Bertuzzi in the box. Matt Molson, his 12th from Andrew McDonald and John Tavares, tied it at one. And then Tavares scoring with three seconds left in the period, his 11th from Bruno Gervais and Zenon Kanapka, two to one Islanders after one. Jesse Yowensu 
added to the Islanders' lead in the second period, made it 3-1. to one. Milan Yersina and Matt Martin with the assist, but Valtteri Filpola, a future Islander, scored with nine seconds left in the second period, and it was 3-2 to two Isles after two. In the third, Thomas Tatar tied the game midway through the period. We go to overtime, and who gets the overtime game winner? On the power play, no less, with Henrik Zetterberg off for holding. P.A. Parento, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His ninth of the year from John Tavares and Andrew McDonald at 3.57 of overtime. The Islanders beat the Red Wings in Detroit by a score of 4-3. to three. The game-winning goal to P.A. Parento, our Islanders' birthday of the day. John Tavares, a goal and two assists. Dwayne Rolison, 38 saves to earn the victory as the Islanders were outshot 41 to 23, but Rolison was spectacular, and the Islanders uh, celebrated a new year by getting off to a great start with that 4-3 win. So once again, very happy 38th birthday to former Islanders winger P.A. Parento. So let's discuss the Islanders' top defense pair, and I'll tell you, Pellick and Pulak really do a very good job about taking care of business. And the thing about it is that the Islanders' top defense pair, they're not going to get any consideration for the Norris Trophy. They're not going to make headlines. These are the kind of players you need to watch game in and game out if you're going to truly appreciate what they do. And, you know, you look at the statistics right now through... Uh, the Islanders' first 33 games. Ryan Pulak, 12 assists, no goals. He's played in all 33 games. He's also a plus 10. Adam Pellick, two goals, 10 points on the season. He's a plus 13 through these first 33 games. And, oh, by the way, the plus 13 happens to be the best mark on the team. And what these two guys do that really is important for the Islanders is that they really prevent the other team from getting quality scoring chances. And it's not the kind of thing that necessarily shows up clearly in a box score. But when Pellick and Pulak are on the ice you'll see most of the time the opposition has to settle for shots from the perimeter, from far away from the net, from outside of that high traffic area that I always like to make a triangle between the two face-off circles and the crease, and those are the most dangerous places to take shots from. And Pelican Pulak really don't let you have a lot of scoring chances from those dangerous areas in front of the goal. So, at the end of the day, you have to just sort of sit back and watch these guys do what they do. It isn't flashy. It isn't pretty. There's no, you know, end-to-end rushes like Bobby Orr or great hip checks like Dennis Potvin. Uh, it, it, you know, there's no thundering checks like Zdeno Chara would dish out in his heyday, but at the end of the day, when you look at 
the final statistics. When the Islanders win a game 3-2, to 2-1, two, two to 4-2 to two with an empty netter at the end, you know that Pelic and Pulak, A, got more ice time probably than any of the other Islanders defensemen. They get that ice time more often than not against the opposition's most dangerous scorers, and they do a very good job of shutting them down or at least limiting the damage that they can do. So, you know, the one of the reasons that the Islanders are fighting for first place right now in the very competitive East Division we could talk all we want about the great goaltending that this team gets, and they do get great goaltending. But you also have to look at the strong play of Pelic and Pulak and what they bring to this team on a game-in, game-out basis. And you remember the injury last year to, Pe- uh, to Pelic. The Islanders were really playing excellent hockey, and then after January, when he was injured, the team started to play below 500. They went from competing for first or second place to barely squeaking into the playoffs. And the reason, more than anything, was the fact that you were without Adam Pellick and it really hurt the team. So these guys are extremely, extremely valuable to this team and they should not be overlooked even if they're never going to get a lot of attention from the media. That's going to do it for us on today's show. Don't forget, check out the Locker Room app tonight, 8.30. Look for the Locked On Islanders group, and we will uh, be talking Islanders, so please join us for that. It's absolutely free. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back with another show tomorrow and every weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh, Stay safe. Be well. Islanders' next game is Thursday, and of course, let's go Islanders.